Welcome to POP. My name is Pastor Tony Katko, and this is a shortened version of our sermon from July 24th. This is the second week in our series on aging, and today we're looking at the gift of wisdom, which can grow as we get older. And the verse we're focusing on is from Job chapter 12, verse 12. It says this, Is wisdom with the aged and understanding in length of days? It's phrased as a question, is wisdom with the old? Does understanding come when you've lived a long time? Now this verse is part of Job responding to his friend Zophar. So let's see what Zophar has to say to Job. Should a multitude of words go unanswered? And should one full of talk be vindicated? Should your babble put others to silence? And when you mock, shall no one shame you? So for being Job's friend, Zophar, so far as not being too friendly, but let's see what else he has to say. For you say, Job, my conduct is pure and I am clean in God's sight, but oh, that God would speak and open his lips to you and that he would tell you the secrets of wisdom. For wisdom is many-sided. Know then that God exacts of you less than your guilt deserves. Now, hold on a minute. This is Job's friend telling him, you got it off easy. God made you suffer so much less than you deserve. Now, if you remember what happened to Job, this line should make you cringe. At the beginning of the story, Job had everything. He had this great life, big family, wonderful children, animals, wealth, servants, he had it all. And all of a sudden, it was all taken away. The animals were killed, the property was destroyed, the servants were killed. And then on the same day, all 10 of his children were eating together in this house and this wind came by, knocked the house over and they all died. And to top all of this off, Job is then covered with these painful sores. And the text tells us these sores were on the feet, the soles of his feet, all the way to the crown of his head. So every inch, every moment of Job's existence is constant physical pain and emotional agony. And one of his friends tells him, well, God made you suffer for a reason. And because God is merciful, you deserve worse than you got. Can you imagine that? I mean, it's hard to imagine what this friend could think Job would have done to deserve any of this. But reading the story, we know he didn't do anything. Here's what God says about Job at the beginning. Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil. So God vouches for Job. God's like, look, this is the best there is. And Job goes through all this pain and misery and he didn't do a thing to deserve it. Now most of this book, 35 chapters of Job, is an argument between Job and his friends. Now, most people remember, well, Job stayed righteous. He didn't curse God. And that's true. But Job does curse the day that he was born. And then he calls God out. He's like, God, if you would answer me, I would be vindicated because if anyone's in the wrong here, it's you, not me. I did nothing wrong. Now, when Job says this, the, the friends insist, no, you're wrong, Job. Everything happens for a reason. God rewards the righteous and punishes the wicked. And they're so sure of this worldview. They tell Job, if you were wise like us, you would just accept your lot in life. Just trust in the plan, repent of your sins, and everything will be fine. So that is the kind of wisdom that Job is responding to in our verse.
So let's go back to the beginning of Job's response to his friends. He says this, the beginning of chapter 12. Doubtless, you are the only people who matter, and wisdom will die with you. He's like, well, you guys know everything, um, and once you're gone, what a dark day it'll be for the world because wisdom will die with you. Not, right? But he keeps going, but I have understanding as well as you. I'm not inferior to you. Who does not know such things as these? In other words, everyone knows the things you're talking about, these platitudes and pat answers. That's not wisdom, friends. And then Job goes on to say that, look, good people suffer, bad people succeed. The world isn't as simple as you make it out to be. And then he says that line about wisdom. Is wisdom with the aged and understanding in length of days? With God are wisdom and strength. He has counsel and understanding. Do you see what Job is actually saying? If you think you have all the answers, you're confusing yourself with God. You think that age is a guarantee of wisdom, but it's not. There are people who grow wise as they grow older, but it is not the people who think they have it all figured out. In the New Testament, there's this great insight on wisdom in the book of James. It says this in chapter three, who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good deeds, by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. Wisdom and humility. You see, true wisdom, it comes from someone who is humble, living a good life and knowing you always have more to learn. So if we wanna grow wiser as we age, the key is to stay humble and curious. I don't know about you, but when I think of the wise people that I've known, the people that have actually helped me grow in meaningful ways, they often are older, they have this experience that comes with age, but more importantly, they're the people who listen. It's those humble people who ask more questions than they give answers, because that's wisdom. People who are humble, curious. So thinking about Job, I kept coming back to this conversation I had recently talking with somebody who is struggling with this question of evil. And where is God when we see all this suffering and evil in the world? And he said, look, I've seen enough things in my life that I can't make sense out of them. But he also said this, I'm still here. I still believe in God. It's just some things I don't understand. But you know what? I think that is exactly what wisdom and faith look like. It's when you come to this point where you've seen enough things in life to know that you don't understand everything. And, and maybe there are no easy answers to some things, but you keep showing up. Think about a good relationship between a grandparent and grandkids. I mean, sometimes a grandparent will give advice and sometimes it may stick, but in the end, when that grandparent is gone, what really matters? It doesn't matter how wise the advice was. What you remember about that grandparent is when they showed up and when they showed they cared about you. That's it. So yeah, we all want to be wise and we can work on that. Being humble and curious, those are good things. But what matters a whole lot more is when we show up and show we care. Before Job and his friends start to argue, the friends actually, they give all this advice that doesn't help. But before that, they have this moment when they do the right thing. After they hear what happened to their friend, they all leave their homes, these three friends, and they meet together and go to comfort Job. 
And here's what it says they did first. They sat with him on the ground seven days and seven nights, and no one spoke a word to him, for they saw that his suffering was great. A whole week they sat there with him. They didn't say a word. What did they do? They showed up. They showed their care, and they didn't need to say anything. And the funny thing about that is that's the wisest thing they do in the whole book. See, a lot of us are worried that we're not those wise people. We wish we could be, but we're not. We're not full of this great advice. We don't know the right things to say. And that's okay. Actually, maybe it's a good thing sometimes. Because the people that you love, what they really need is for you to show up and show you care. Sometimes we don't even need to say a word. Let's pray. God, help us to show up for each other. Give us the wisdom to know when to talk, when to listen, and when to stay silent. Keep us humble and curious and lead us in the way of Jesus, the way that shows love above all else. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.